This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drive us. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I am just so exhausted from our first stop on our live tour. I can barely function. I'm so tired. It has tired. been such a journey. I'm so tired. I'm so <laughs> you can tired. hear it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was days ago and I'm tired. It wasn't days ago. It was like day ago, kind of. It was day ago. It was days ago. Like one day passed since it. Oh, you're right. It's two days. Well, you know what? I'm still feeling the effects. I feel like I, as they say, I put it all out there on stage. I mean, I feel like everyone has that friend. Like, we really we opened like our heart to you department all. To watch things in. Um, we did it everything. Was, it was exhausting. Like, tonight's the Emmys, and I just can't even imagine exerting energy to like i gotta go into manhattan to the emmys oh my god <laughs> it's lower manhattan it's fine we did two live shows in a row i shouldn't be expected to go into manhattan to watch yeah the can emmys. i like yeah can i conference call in or something why do i have to go just kidding it's not like this idea came from either of us to watch the emmys together <laughs> yeah. we invited ourselves over sorry uh shout out to our friend lala we invited ourselves over i to know lala apartment. is gonna call and be like excuse me <laughs> You both were, like, asked if you could come over. And that is our friend Lala. Just, like, the comfiest couch. Well, also, like, the opportunity to, like, cook themed dishes. Like, Bobby, what are you bringing? Do you know what you're bringing to the Emmys yet? I'm making individual shepherd's pies and muffin tins, (laughs) and it's be big little pies. Are you kidding? You're making individual shepherd's pies? Yeah, they're really cute. They're going to be cute. They're easy. Oh, my God. Wow. I liked... <laughs> what did Lala say in the in the email that was like, I got to make something involving Philo... <laughs> Philo Ventimiglia? Ventimiglia. Well, because <laughs> I had joked that it would be really funny if she was like, okay, like, the theme is Emmys, but we're all doing stuff based around This Is Us. So we just get a bunch of, like, bags of, like, dirty chips. Just they're called, like, This Is Chips. Or, like, just really lazy. <laughs> just like this show. This is salsa. <laughs> this is guacamole. But it's, like, I also, I like, for an added spin, I bring, like, some disgusting junk food. And I'm just, like, get it? They all die at the end. Like, after we eat this, we all die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, This Anyways, Is Us is nominated for so many <laughs> Emmys. Yeah, that's a good segue into the Emmys. So who are the biggest who's of the Emmys? There are a lot of them's this year. Thanks to the the glory days of television, the new renaissance, we get a lot of A-listers, a lot of them's at the, at the Emmys these days. Like Reese. Well, because TV's hot right now. TV's so hot. Um, um, who are the Emmys who's... You know, I feel like we go through this every year, and it's like, are these people who's kind yeah, of, but are their TV, whatever. But... You have a good list on here. They're not necessarily um, who's in the tra- in the classic sense of the word, but in the television sense of the word, they're who's. And you got uh, Riz Ahmed, Carrie Coon, Claire Foy, Pamela Adlon, Shannon Purser. What do all these people have in common besides the fact that they're who's, Lindsay? 
Mm. They're not going to win. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was just going to. Oh, I literally was just going to say they're not going to. None of these people are going to win. None of them are going to win. No, I mean it's almost like what's what's interesting about Oscars and Who's is that like the Who's could win, like they mm-hmm. might win. You know, you have your like, oh God, what's her face? The one who won uh, Best Supporting Actress that no one knows, Alicia Vikander. Alicia Vikander. Like, thank you. Like everyone's like, who? What? Huh? This is like. <laughs> Like Shannon Purser is nominated. Like that's she lost. Barb she already from Stranger lost. Things. She already like she's not gonna win. She's not gonna win no. at all. You know. And, and then she like, didn't win. Pamela Pamela Adlon, who I love from Louis, who has that show called Better Things that I also love, not gonna win. Oh yeah, you're obsessed with Better Things. I am. Claire Foy, uh, star of The Crown, probably not gonna win. Um, Carrie Coon, my queen, legendary, nominated for Fargo and not The Leftovers, which I feel is a disgrace. Yeah, I almost feel like. Out of, I mean, I know that we're not going to do this because we want to go watch the Emmys. Clearly, we've made this clear. But I feel like we should be boycotting the Emmys because of the leftovers <laughs> as like a statement. I mean, that's fine, but I'm already making the big little pies. So what the hell am I going to do with them if I don't go to the Emmys? What am I going to put on a blindfold when I watch the Emmys but eat my big little pie? We should we should bring the pies to the party and like not watch, like just turn off, the like leave the TV turned off and like <laughs> sit in the kitchen we're all white um but i am mad about that still i'm not it's not like a joke i'm very seriously mad should i wear all white again or is that overdone well i mean if you just wear white yourself it's gonna be weird everyone has to do it oh if you just show up in all white people are like why it's not really the impact isn't there you're right i mean you're also going to spill stuff all over yourself just knowing (laughs) your journey uh who else oh riz the night of Riz Ahmed, who I think like is on his way on a journey, but because he's been in so much stuff since then. This year, yeah. I loved The Night Of. I liked it a lot. He of all of them, I think, is on their way to themdom. First. Speaking of first. Um, shows, and speaking of TV shows that are nominated for Emmys, yeah. Wait, hold on. Is it? The Night Of? Yeah, it's like nominated for Best Limited Series. No, I'm not talking about The Night Of. I'm talking, talking about, about the show that plagues our daily existence. Kevin this Can is Wait. Us? No. Oh my god. <laughs> no, Kevin Can Wait is not nominated for Best Comedy, Lindsay. Is it nominated for anything? Control F. Kevin <laughs> can't. Nope, the only Kevin is Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. Kevin Can Wait is not nominated for anything. So the Kevin Can Wait update is that Kevin Can Wait is not nominated for any <laughs> Emmys. Thank God. For the live show, we had a great Kevin Can Wait update, which was that they released the first trailer for the ser- for the show, which is really like the... We asked CBS to hold the trailer until the, the week <laughs> of our live show, and they graciously um, agreed. Yeah, it's really crazy that they agreed to do that. I mean, you would think, like, they'd be like, well, you want us to hold it so you can make fun of it? Okay, cool. Um, but anyways, we played it at the live show, and we really could not have asked for a better gift for the, the ongoing segment because... It's truly mind-boggling. The entire trailer has no mention of Aaron Hayes and talk and Leah Remney has already basically moved into the apartment. There's no sign of any and type of friction or that she doesn't live there, you know? No, she lives keep there, in mind, I guess. Keep in mind this whole season they're not married. They're just coworkers and they don't like each other. Yeah, but, but she's this in the house all the time. Is like makes it so confusing. and of course and they're talking about they're talking about like something don't cry. But they're not referring to Aaron Hayes's like funeral or death. They're referring to like some other event. So they've already skipped over completely the fact that the mother yeah. is dead. And um, I guess one of the stars, one of the children, Aaron Hayes's children, whose mother is going to be dying, right. gave an interview. Has, al- has already died. 
has already died, has been killed, gave an interview and was just like, I get, you know, revealed that it was going to be the single dad thing for a while. Yes. But anyways, it just cracked me up that they're asking the poor kid to like justify why that they killed the mom. And it's yeah. like, don't do, this is traumatic. I mean, I don't no like one it. has gone through the seven stages of grief more quickly than the family of Aaron Hayes in Kevin yeah, Can Wait. I know. But my all-time favorite thing about this it, this entire drama is if you go to the comments of any of these articles, the Kevin Can Wait fans are not all thrilled that Leah Remini is coming back. <laughs> I mean, just, you know. People love Aaron Hayes. Marie, oh, your screen grab of the Marie comment. <laughs> why, why did his first wife have to leave? <laughs> Marie, two days ago. Top comment, though. Top comment. I don't know what top comment means on this website, but top comment is Karen Law says, I really don't understand why they felt the need to kill off Donna. She was hilarious. And why do we need another King of Queens, which has already been done to death? Oh, yikes. Oh, here we go. I enjoyed the relationship between Donna and Kevin and Chael. (laughs) Oh, and and Chael was funny as well. Okay, so so you enjoyed Donna and Kevin and Chael. I won't be watching because I found it refreshing to not have Leah, who always portrayed more of a mean wife. I won't be watching and I'm very disappointed. So she liked the nice wife, Erin Hayes. I won't be oh. watching and I'm very disappointed. Nothing against, Nothing against Leah, Leah, Remini. Leah Remini. Oh, God. Well, I guess no offense, bitch, but you're a mean <laughs> wife and I like a nice wife. Anyways. Monday, September 25th. Guess who's back on CBS again? Well, look at you with yeah. the beer. Yeah, that's good, right? <laughs> no. Kevin James and Leah Remini. He looked like that guy. Hugh Jackman? I wouldn't think he looked like Hugh Jackman if you had claws shooting out of your knuckles. In a season premiere so full of love and comedy and surprises. Somebody call a plumber? You might get a little clogged up yourself. I think I'm going to cry. Me too. It's going to be an emotional day. I think I'm happy. Leah Remini joins the cast of Kevin Can Wait premieres Monday, September 25th. So I think the biggest news we have this week, there's not really much to say about it, but it's absolutely worth mentioning, is the fact that Selena Gomez has a new kidney. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say it like that. <laughs> um, who her, is that kidney? Who is kidney, she? The kidney. Who is she? She is uh, Francia Raisa. Francia Reyes' kidney, not her. Francia is not in Selena's body. Well, a part of her is. This is well, this story is amazing to me because I don't, as far as I know, she hasn't actually revealed what day she had this kidney transplant, like what month of the summer this happened. But she did it a, a bit ago. Like it was a bit ago. I feel like we're leading towards, and maybe this will happen. I don't know. Eventually, we will get some sort of like very formalized sit down interview with the two of them. Like that's going to it just hasn't happened yet. But I'm pretty sure two of them will sit down with like Robin Roberts. Yeah, someone some something very emotional and kind of like what was the process? Because it's there's nothing like shady about it. It's just really interesting. And people are really fascinated. And like, they kept a good they did a good job keeping it secret, which was good for many reasons. And And so people want to know. One of the most famous women in the world and has major surgery without anyone knowing. I feel like it's harder to hide going to rehab or something. Like, like that's harder to hide than this because no one had any idea. I mean, I barely remember that she had lupus, let alone that it was something that she would need to get a transplant for. Mm -hmm. So she asked, no one in her family was the right match. Uh, So she went to friends and this old friend, her best friend, 
um, another Disney Channel star, not Disney Channel, um, ABC Family. She was on Secret Life of the American Teenager. That was her big break. Do you remember her? You watched that show, didn't you? At least for a little bit. No, I did not watch Secret Life of the American Teenager. I didn't. I, I think I started it because it's definitely up my alley in types of TV shows that I watch, but I didn't actually ever get into it. So she was, but that was a major show. That was one of ABC Family, AB, that was one of ABC Family's big shows that led into Pretty Little Liars, like the, the renaissance or the yeah. beginning of the ABC, ABC family reign. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm not used to calling it ABC family because it's called Freeform it's now. It's Freeform so. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was at, I mean, that show ran forever. She was in 121 episodes per Wikipedia. Her name was Adrian in the show. She was in one of the Bring It On sequels, which is what um, one of our listeners brought up during the show, who like had all the facts about Francia, like had every single fact about her. Um, that was amazing. What's really funny is that on her Wikipedia now, which I'm sure was considerably less robust um, just four days ago, now has one sentence in its personal life section. Personal life. In the summer of 2017, Raisa donated a kidney to her friend, actress and, Selena, and singer Selena Gomez, who suffers from lupus. That's it. That's it. That's she's all we know about be, her personal life. She's also going to be on Grownish, which is big. That new, the new Oh, she's going to be on Grownish? Yeah, the new spinoff of... Blackish, Dang. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So show. she'll, that's, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be on freeform, right? I think so. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a great fit too. Um, anyways, they've been friends for a long time, so it's like, whatever. They've been friends for a long time. There were some very funny jokes about it at our show <laughs> about Taylor, <laughs> about Selena's other friend, other best friend forever. And I guess she just wasn't a match, you know, because I can't imagine she wouldn't have offered up her kidney. No, of course At least not. for the reputation factor of it all. Mean, 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 mean. All right. Well, now that we know who this woman is, we don't have to dwell. Imagine getting a letter from Taylor that's like, I'm so sorry to hear about your kidney. I got you this like edible arrangement. I got you all <laughs> these other things. My kidney's very busy right now. So unfortunately, my kidney cannot help you, but I'm thinking about <laughs> you. <laughs> no, it's Taylor like bought someone else's kidney and like gives it to her and is like, Here's my my kidney. Like I sent you a kidney. Love Buys and regards. Someone else's pays it off. <laughs> spends a million dollars silencing them. Sends the kidney. It's like it's like in, a, in an ice tr- chest. It's like Beyonce tr- birth truthers. This is the kidney. Like the kidney truthers. Like this. Where did this kidney come from? Actually, everyone's like starts looking at photos whenever Taylor wears crop tops, and it's like I don't see any scars. Where did this alleged <laughs> kidney come from? somebody's missing their kidney somebody's mysterious kidney is inside selena gomez and like a new podcast is revealed it's like we're gonna find out that could be a oh that'd be such a good podcast from the makers of missing richard simmons missing taylor's kidney oh my god it's taylor's kidney still um let's move on let's move on so Lindsay, you sent me this last night while i was asleep and then i woke up typical um, me i woke up and i have a new text and it's just a screen grab with no link and the screen grab reads, Lopez, who had left his phone on one of the locker room benches before the incident occurred, said he wanted to get it and leave. But the man allegedly grabbed the Grease live actor's cell and <laughs> threw it against a wall with the phone smashing into pieces. Mario Lopez got into a fight at a Las Vegas hotel spa. Mario Lopez, not really a who, but this, th- they were describing the assault, mm-hmm. which was like cracking me up. Because, like, it didn't really happen. Some guy grabbed his phone and threw it, and he didn't press charges, and nothing really happened. But the funny And there was thing- no physical. There was an actual no. no physical assault, so it's it's easier to laugh at. 
But the no funny thing, aside from whatever, no one got hurt, it's fine, was that this description as you're in the action, Us Weekly is describing you to the action of what's happening. They call him the Grease Live actor. <laughs> so rude. Can't um, even so let us live. Just say the host of Extra. Oh, they already used it. Well, they, they can't use did. anything twice. They, they can't, can't use, use it twice. twice. The Save by the Bell star already used it. Oh, how about his that. phone? He, he, how about him, his he, no, whatever. Pronouns aren't good enough. Pronouns are not good enough for us. Weekly. Anyways, feel better, Mario Lopez. Hope you get a new kidney. This is really funny. So, this. uh, Lopez was, he, it was all because he bumped into like some other like dude who was in the gym. And Lopez says, excuse me. The unidentified man reportedly became angry and asked, you got a problem? As tensions escalated, an employee got between them. And so, I'm sorry. Do that's you what really think that Mario Lopez says, said, excuse me? Mario Lopez says, do you know who the fuck I am? I'm fucking Grease Lives Mario Lopez. Get the (laughs) shit out of my way. (laughs) Um, The guy was like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, that is what happened. I was the guy. So Uh, you smashed your glasses. (laughs) The guy got banned. TMZ reports that Lopez refused to press charges, but agreed to have his phone replaced by the the hotel. Of course he agreed to have his phone replaced by by the the hotel. hotel. Okay, cool. The man has since been banned from the facility. That's funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Us Weekly has reached out for comment, has not received one. Mario Lopez has been cast in Fox's live musical event, Grease Live. He will play Vince Fontaine. The extra host joins an ensemble that includes Julianne Huff and Aaron Vait as the main characters, Sandy and Danny, plus Vanessa Hudgens as Pink Lady's ringleader, Rizzo, Carlos Peña Vega as Kaniki, Kiki Palmer as Marty, singer Carly Rae Jepsen as Frenchie, Keith Donahue as Jan, and David Del Rio as Putsy. Jesse J will kick off the live show with a performance of a brand new version of Grease is the Word. Moving on. Fucking Mandy Moore. Why fucking? I guess it's not fucking Mandy Moore. I'm angry at her co-workers, to be honest. Oh, we just hate this as us. We, yes, we do not like this as us, clearly. This this is clear. <laughs> um. Anyways, Mandy Moore is getting remarried. Well, yeah, she was married to Ryan Adams. Honestly, anyone who, who like makes it through a marriage with Ryan Adams, like props to you. You know, mm-hmm. like, like comes I out like, alive. Right, like I celebrate you. So um, <laughs> Mandy Moore is dating no. or is engaged to Taylor Goldsmith, who I'd never, I never literally had heard of until their engagement, which is yeah. great, honestly. I've heard of his band. He's the lead singer of Dawes, who I was what like, f- I guess Dawes? I listened to them in like 2008 oh. or 2009. Unimportant. They had a song called When My Time Comes that was very good. And then I was like, I think I'm going to get into this band. And then I listened to more music and I didn't care. Point being, I haven't thought about this person in almost 10 years. Well, this is good because this news would have been purported even if This Is Us didn't exist because Mandy Moore is like... She's around. Iconic enough to get this type of press from people, even if This Is Us doesn't exist. The reason why it's such a big deal is because This Is Us like wraps around Mandy Moore being a married person and like the marriage on the show. So mm-hmm. now it's like a huger deal that she's like, getting married in real life. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I don't hate this, even though I do hate that they have to wrap it back into This Is Us, which is so dull. I feel like... Maybe I'm being unfair and maybe they had a sign off to do this, 
But the confirmation didn't come from Mandy. The confirmation came from their co-worker, their co-stars, Chris Sullivan and John Huertas. Um, oh, what? So they, Mandy never really even said that. Like Mandy had Instagrammed like two years together, best two years of my life, but didn't say anything about the engagement. And so I guess they were being interviewed by The Hollywood Report. No, Entertainment Tonight. I was just in the studio with her new boyfriend, well, now fiancé, Taylor Sullivan told E.T. Yeah. at a soundtrack release party. And then she goes, she just sent out an alert over our family text chain, so I can't wait to hear about it. They didn't even have all the details, and they told Entertainment Tonight that she was engaged. She just sent a photo and wanted us all to know that this just happened. And so we went on a response brief for about a day and a half. I gotta, and be, then- fa- I gotta be fair, though. Cynical me thinks that this is what they wanted them to do. I can I can totally see that, but I can also totally see people disrespecting Mandy Moore because she's so nice. Like, oh, it'll who be are fine. Chris Sullivan and John Huertas. It'll be fine. I don't who know who they people? play. I don't watch the show. They're in it. I feel like you do watch the show. This is them. I don't know who they are. How do you not watch the show? Why would I watch This Is Us? I'm not you and Shawnee. Because I feel like you talk about it so much, you don't watch it? Okay. No. I watch it, but I don't really even really know who these two people are in the show. And I kind of refuse to look it up because now I'm just like Googling them and it's just, I'm bored already. Like, who cares who they are? There's a really funny video that I'm going to play a clip of here. How many opportunities as an actor do you have to portray a character from 22 to 66? Very few because that's insane. (laughs) That's so stupid. The reason that doesn't happen is because it's a bad idea. Have you seen Benjamin Button? Like, I don't know. Yes, there are plenty of opportunities. No, that's what you named one opportunity. Also, then um, it shows a clip of her in 66 year old drag. And it's in like, this is what these people look like in the show. This is the makeup. You need to watch This Is Us, Bobby, because it's like unfair that you get to throw so much shade at This Is Us when you don't actually have to suffer through it. I refuse to like go on with you. I'm not a masochist. Why would I watch This Is Us? You Did you see, remember the, remember the iconic This lead from TMZ earlier this week, which I should have talked about earlier. So to Chrissy Metz's credit, TMZ is the one who <laughs> bombarded her with questions. TMZ is the is at fault here, and they're the ones who asked her these questions. And this is not a, this is not Chrissy Metz's fault that she got this horrible lead in TMZ. But this is it. The headline: Chrissy Metz, get out your Kleenex box for season two. This is us. And then the lead is: This is us star Chrissy Metz has two warnings: one about Hurricane Irma, and the other about season two of This Is Us. <laughs> This is us season two might. Here's might my what, thing. Lindsay? No, well, I'm just thinking. So this is a season one was such a thing because it was the first season. It came out of nowhere. It was surprising. It was like a hit. Everybody was watching it. Everyone loved it. Blah, 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 blah. Season two, the run up will be equally buzzy, but it could fade away. Do like you know Empire. I mean? Like Empire. Exactly. Like everybody was obsessed and mm-hmm. all the press and da da da. Everyone knew every. And then literally the minute that like the people started caring about other things, like no one. I just feel like I don't know about this is us and what's going to happen with it, but it could be a similar phenomenon where that that type of press where everyone's obsessed with it like this mm-hmm. might go away. Yeah. Maybe. You know, if we're lucky. which would be fine for me. The show could continue on. Empire is still on. People yeah. still watch it. Um, but it might not get the press that's like, you know, every article's like, 
who's gonna die like i'm crying like cry get out your kleenex like ready to cry you know weird this is us gave me a stroke yeah (laughs) i need a new kidney because this is us like ruined my kid how do you ruin a kidney ruined my kidney um are we done here? Yeah. Well, Lindsay, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Sean Mendez told Us Weekly what his dream date smells like. Oh, it was an exclusive, too. It's an exclusive. It's What does she con. smell like? Lindsay, you're being pretty presumptuous with those pronouns. Um, oh, stylish. <laughs> Excuse so, me. Us Weekly says, what would your dream date smell like? And Mendez says, ha ha ha, I guess just good. Has to smell good is all. Not he or she has to smell Not good. Not even just they, Lindsay. Smell- he aggressively ignored all pronouns, even they. Oof, wow. I just think that's interesting, and it, and I, I my heart goes out to him, because, like, whatever is going on with him, it seems exhausting. Mm, him do you having think he to... avoided pronouns, or they just, Us Weekly, took out the pronouns? In whatever happened, it makes me sad. Anyway, so the reason this is here is not just because <laughs> they wanted to interview him about sense. It's because he's, it's spawn con for... His new cologne called Sean Mendez Signature. <sighs> what's the, the scent? Sig- had to be- what's the signature? I don't know, but he is like the entire thing is so vague. It's so frustrating. So he says, "When do you think people should wear fragrances?" And he says, "I think the best fragrances are ones you wear every day." What I love about my fragrance is that it's subtle and great to wear for any person at any time. Which is like, please what? tell me what it smells like. You can't just say it works for everyone because that doesn't. That's not true. Number one. Then Stylish says, what scent do you always wear? And he says, Sean Mendes signature is great. And I've always had a go-to fragrance in the past. Something I make sure is always with me. But then he doesn't say what it is. The problem with Sean Mendes is he's not bad. He's all over the radio right now. He came from Vine, but he's so dull. There's like nothing happening with him. He has no story. He has no journey. So to give him a fragrance and then make him do press for it is honestly just cruel. And then they ask who his ultimate role model is. And he says, as a musician and person... Justin Timberlake. That's not surprising, but great. Justin Timberlake would know how to sell a fragrance, I'll tell you that. Right? I mean, I guess. Probably. (laughs) No, probably. Better than Shawn Mendes. He's just extra about everything, and he puts in 150% to, like, a horrible degree. Okay, but, like, Justin Timberlake would be able to do press about a fragrance he's never smelled. Shawn Mendes (laughs) can barely get through it, is what I'm saying. Okay? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So this is amazing and did nothing else happen except for this? We've been recording for 33 minutes at this point, and we could conceivably go on longer. I don't want to. Again, guys, we're exhausted. Sorry. Uh, we don't have to give you more than half an hour. Um, okay. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to make excuses because we only have one thing Rita's up to. I, know, I saw. Despite You're trying the to make point, it seem like you made this choice point, versus this choice being made for you. There were other, there was like something about her being braless. There was something about her incredible legs and a tiny mini skirt from the Daily Mail. Her quote, incredible legs and a tiny mini skirt. But then there was this, which is one of the best things she's been up to in a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, Rita Ora went to Connecticut. <laughs> she went 
to Connecticut. Like to Connecticut to a TV studio, WTNH. What is that? New Haven, probably. I have no idea. I've never been to Connecticut. Just kidding. And she performed your song at the Hold On To Your Butts, the Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge. (laughs) Oh, God. I love the Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge. Uh, Oh, it's in Hartford. The photo of Rita Ora in sunglasses with Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge branding behind her is one of the most beautiful things I've seen at 6.44 a.m. Oh, my God. The timestamp. 6.44 a.m. Cruising Connecticut. What's Cruising Connecticut? To the Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge with iHeartRadio in Hartford. Ryan Christopher's spelt insanely stop by to chat with pop star rita aura about her hit song your his who cares um she sang she talked about her song at the dungan donut music lounge which is ideal because i think right now my favorite like thing is branded lounges like branded <laughs> spaces do you know what i mean like yeah we're talking about the live show the um iconic booking.com football house what was that mm-hmm. what it was called but was booking.com was called? football house it's literally um booking.com and the giants set up a fake house in jersey city that's just covered in football stuff and then made celebrities go there and pretend well, like we they were we what? don't know how many celebrities we just know they made jerry ferrara and okay. vanessa hudgens go <laughs> they made two who's go there and pretend like they were having fun and watching sports which provided us with some of the most amazing photos i've ever seen in my life including (laughs) them like cheering on a couch fake cheering and jerry ferrara like lounging in a twin bed in a room with two twin beds covered in giants like fan stuff like giant sheets of poster he's like holding a football it's so good. So now mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like really obsessed with the idea of a fully branded space that a celebrity <laughs> just walks into and like engages with, you know? <laughs> yes, I know. And so here we are with the Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge, which is a co-production with iHeartRadio. It doesn't look that good. I mean, it doesn't look great. Where's the, you know, where's the stuff? But, the... but my favorite thing in this story is, um, the end, is the end Uh the, the writer, Ryan Christopher, writes, Aura's from Kosovo. Since we have a lot of Albanians in Connecticut, Aura wanted to give them a shout-out. And then it ends with a quote from Rita Aura. We are the best. <laughs> <laughs> we are the best. Good old Rita. Repping, um, al- always repping Albania. I know. Um, I love it. Is this the end of the episode? It seems like it should be, honestly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's. Thank you to everyone who came out to our live show. You're all beautiful to us. It was great to meet a lot of you. We did meet everyone, of course. We met a lot of you, and you were all wonderful. It um, was so fun. We had such a good time. I hope you saw how we were having like as much fun, if not more, than you were at that point. Um, yes. Especially late night show, rowdy the rowdy people in the late night show you who were just like people. screaming oh at us. God. Oh, my God. Have oh you no decorum? Oh, thank you to uh, Michelle Collins and to Amina So and to Shawnee Hilton for showing up and doing... Yes. Oh, and Richard Lawson and Gia Tolentino for showing up. Coming on stage. Um, so nice. And all the hooligans who came on stage uh, to compete, Please, you guys, if you, if you went our to our live show in New York and you have friends in Boston, San Francisco, D.C., Chicago, am I missing anything? L.A., tell them that you had a good time and tell them to come to our shows. We'll be doing those over the past few months and we would love to see like all of you there and we're going to have so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> we will. So we fun. will have so much fun. Um, 
And now Lindsay and I have to go to the uh, Dunkin' Donuts Music Lounge in Connecticut. We'll see you oh, later. Oh, you know it. Oh, you know it. Bye. You will jail it. So now I'm kind of just like really obsessed with the idea of a fully branded space that a celebrity just walks into and like engages with, you know? That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>